Welcome to the Shred with Science podcast with your host, Dr. Chris Spearman, one of the world's leading online fitness coaches, an expert in metabolic correction and a global cover model. Chris delves deep into the most up-to-date scientific literature to provide you with the tools you need to live a healthy, enjoyable, and educated lifestyle. Guys, what is going on? Welcome to another episode of the Shred with Science podcast. Firstly, before we do anything, I want you to take this opportunity Monday morning to continue to listen to this podcast, flick straight over onto my Instagram page, click the link in my bio, and download one of two free guides of your choice, or both. Now, there are two free guides. There is a free arm guide or a free bikini guide. Um, Being truthful, I use a lot of the workouts from the bikini guide when I'm doing, say, glutes and hamstrings myself, um, and I'm sure females um, and girls, women, will find a lot of value in the arm guide. So while you're listening to this, this second, click over there right now, click the link in my bio. All you have to do is put in your email address and it will get sent directly to you. So do that as a gift from me to you. Um, I have mentioned my arm guide before. The bikini guide is now live. Um, Make use as as much as possible. Share it with a friend, whatever it takes um, to help somebody else or just utilize it yourself, get your week off to a good start. Now today, we have another amazing guest. Luckily enough, another friend of mine, Jason Maxwell. So Jason Maxwell, as we discuss, um, is a fitness entrepreneur who now helps uh, other uh, online coaches, aspiring online coaches or PTs to grow their businesses. However, um, I suppose Jason's main hustle was building a business off the back of his ability to, as he says, help intermediates build muscle. He has written an amazing book called Muscle that I'm still hounding him for a copy of, um, and it is well worth a read. I have skimmed it myself. I've seen thousands of testimonials, so I'm really excited to read it myself. And as we go into a little bit more depth on this episode, we talk about all things building muscle, uh, what you shouldn't do, what you should do, whether you can actually lose body fat and build muscle, or I suppose title of the podcast would would suggest possibly what we try and angle it at is for those of you out there who want to lose body fat and build muscle, nine times out of 10, all you need to do is lose body fat. Hold on to the muscle that you have and you will actually look so much bigger at the end. So we talk a little bit about that. For those of you who are or have subscribed to the Fitness Coach Freedom podcast, which has been kind of unofficially launched, um, myself and Jason Maxwell have also recorded a fitness entrepreneurial podcast there about closing sales on the phone. Um, that is one thing that you know Jason's absolutely incredible at. Um, but of course, this is the Shred with Science podcast. We go through everything science related and try and make it as easy to understand as possible. Now, I know there's a huge amount of you out there that want to get in cover model shape and building muscle is part of that. So this is a really important episode. Before I delve straight into the science, straight into the episode with Jason, I want to say a massive thank you to Kira underscore C-double-O, who's left a five-star rating and she says, influential and real. I fell upon this podcast by accident and it's been amazing. The guests are raw, real and honest and Chris just draws upon such motivational energy in every episode. 
Speaking from his own experiences make the podcast so relatable to people who are just starting out. It's just brilliant. Can't recommend the show enough and will definitely stay tuned for future episodes. Never change. Kira, thank you so much. I hope you have um, stuck stuck by your word and continue to listen because if you have, you'll have heard that I've called you out right now. And if that's the case, send me a DM, hit me an email, just uh, either screenshot your your review or send, uh, or send a message directly to me. Let's get you on a call, a free coaching call on anything you like. Supplementation, training, nutrition, uh, mindset, uh, business growth, whatever it is, hit me up, drop me a DM and let's get started. Guys, before you crack into this episode, I just wanna say, Thank you so much for listening to these episodes. I, anyone who knows me knows how much I love the podcast. Um, it's something I've been wanting to do for years. Um, if you're out there and you're thinking of launching your own, just do it. Seriously, you don't need a huge amount of equipment. I do have a mic, yes, that's it. Um, and But you can, you can just record. And, and my advice, if I could go back like two years, three years, I would just record. I, if I had to chat into a dictaphone, I would do it. Um, just get it out there, um, help other people, get your message across, um, and hopefully you'll impact you know tens and hundreds of thousands of people like this podcast is doing. It's well over, yeah, well over 100,000. That's mad, absolutely crazy. The next milestone will be quarter of a million downloads. So guys, thank you so much. I hope you have an amazing week so far. Crush this week, make it productive, and enjoy the episode. Peace. Yeah, buddy, I'll be in, um, I'm flying to Calgary in a few weeks. I know that's Canada and I know it's a million miles away from you, but um, I love Canada, man. I love it. Mm-hmm. Actually, I was just in Calgary, like, I think about four weeks ago, I, f- I flew to visit my buddy Chad and we drove through the mountains all the way to Vancouver. Dude, and- I saw that. I've, I've done that drive. Oh man, isn't it so like, beautiful? Like those mountains. Did you go um, through Banff and Jasper or did you cut straight across? Um, didn't go to Jasper. We didn't go through Banff this time, but mm-hmm. I, I've been to Banff before and it, it's, it's pretty cool too. I think Banff is a little touristy to be honest, it but it's just yeah. like the drive through those mountains is what makes it super spectacular. And you know, you, you're driving for a while, you're drinking a lot of water, you're drinking coffee and you need to go to the bathroom. So you just stop off on the side of the highway and it's like the most beautiful spot you've ever gone to the bathroom in your entire life. I've got a funny story actually. So last summer I flew over there. Um, and Darren, who's my, uh, he's a coach in my business and now basically kind of runs my business as, as my assistant. He picked me up we went from Calgary, stopped off in Banff, and then on to Jasper. And uh, I had been flying like all day, obviously, and I fell asleep for the whole drive. And, uh, oh, no. and supposedly, and I've checked it up, the Banff Jasper National Highway is meant to be one of the most beautiful highways in the world, or top five, I think. And uh, I fell asleep with the whole thing. He tried to wake me up to tell me there was a bear and I just kind of woke up for a second and fell back to sleep. So yeah, dude, well, you're, you are the bear. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Um, how's everything going? I, since we spoke, um, obviously we saw each other in, we've seen, seen each other Tampa. once. Or, no, what was oh, it? Tampa it was in like, Florida, Miami. Yes, yes. Yeah, it seems like we've seen each other loads, to be honest, dude. Um, how have things been going so well 
training wise? Because at that point in time, you said you were eating like one or two meals a day, um, which I can completely understand why you do that in terms of, you know, staying sharp and staying focused. How's that going for you? I know you're exceptionally busy, right? Yeah, it's, it's great. I still only do that. I've, I've narrowed it down to just like a two hour eating window. Mm-hmm. And um, so now I won't eat until like 630 so like I'll eat between 6.30 p.m. and 8.30 p.m. Mm-hmm. and just get all my calories in there. Um, the cool thing about it now is I started doing this because when, when I'm dieting, I always feel hungry on, on this caloric deficit. So I, I need to go to bed feeling satisfied. And the only way I can do that is if I just put all my calories into like this small eating window. Mm-hmm. So then like if I'm cutting on like, let's say like 2,000 calories, that's 2,000 calories in two hours. And then I, I'm like, okay, I, I don't even feel like I dieted today because after a while your, your body just starts to adapt to not eating and you don't feel hunger during that fast. So it's, it's pretty spectacular because you don't feel hunger during the fast. And then obviously you eat this huge meal. And then after the huge meal, you're not going to feel hungry. So you're dieting and not feeling hungry. And that's, one of the biggest reasons why I do it. Um, now the second reason too is I work from home and I'm, I'm a lot more laser focused when I'm not being distracted by hunger and when I'm not having to take a break to like go eat lunch or, or, or make food or make a snack and stuff like that. Um, and on top of this, when you're at home, it's a lot easier to snack, right? 100%. But if you are, if you're fasting, if you're fasting, you're not going to be snacking too. So it's, those are some of the biggest reasons why I do it. And then the third one is, um, it's only like one, one meal of dishes to clean up, you know? (laughs) So it's, it's a lot more efficient that way as well. Yeah, absolutely. Especially when you're as busy as, you know, myself and yourself are trying to do multiple things at once. Um, it's interesting. And you know, my listeners have heard this a few times, but when I was working in the hospital all the time and I was collecting blood samples and analyzing, I just felt like I was so much more focused, my, like my focus, my cognitive ability and my ability to make really good, clean decisions was, um, was better when I was fasted or at least when I was, you know, relatively low carb. So for me, I can completely understand and completely relate. Um, it's difficult though, then building muscle, you know, following a structure like that. So, and I know you, um, are, especially in terms of your, your knowledge on building muscle, um, and your muscle book, which we'll touch on in a while, it's things obviously have to change at that point. So let's just say for someone who wants to hit maintenance or above, um, how would you recommend they structure food following some form of fasting routine? Okay. So generally I only recommend fasting for the people like myself who can gain easily, but it's hard to lose. So, um, so I was like a fat kid when I was growing up. So I'm, I'm someone who I can eat as much food as, as I want and not really feel like too full. Even when I'm full, I can keep eating. But then I, then there's guys like my buddy Align, um, who he's naturally skinny. So for him to eat like a lot of food is, is like climbing Mount Everest or something. Right. So for people like that, who are naturally skinny and trying to gain, I don't recommend fasting because then it, it's just, you're just shooting yourself in the foot because now you're telling this person to 
to eat all this food when you don't even have an appetite to begin with. So I like to use fasting for people who have a big appetite and that's where, where, where that tool really, really helps. So if I'm eating maintenance personally, like my, myself, I'll still, I could still crush all those calories within a couple hours. Um, if, if someone's looking to build muscle, maybe those, all those calories in those two hours aren't going to be as beneficial and you might want to have a, a bigger window where you're having at least like two meals, maybe spread like four hours apart or at least three hours apart. Um, and, and maybe it might even be better to do, you know, three meals. Generally, like if you're trying to build muscle, two to four meals would probably be better than one big meal. But with that being said, if one big meal is what's working best for you in terms of your lifestyle and compliance, then just do that one big meal because at the end of the day, the, the biggest thing that's going to affect your gains is your compliance to your total program. So if you're hitting your macros and, and you're hitting all your workouts and, and you're getting stronger in the gym and you're still only eating one meal a day, then... I'm okay with that. I'm cool if you're going to do that because that's when your compliance is, is the highest and that's when you personally are going to get the best results. Now, the people I work with are, I don't work with like pro bodybuilders or anything like that. So we can get away with doing little things like that. But once you get up to, to, to your level and, and pro bodybuilders, fitness models, things like that, that's when that extra like 5% really makes a big difference. But we're really talking right now about that 95%, like the, the, the general or not, I wouldn't say the general population, but, you know, people who are like training consistently and, and maybe I, I would say like beginners and intermediates, mm -hmm. but for people who are truly, truly advanced and they need that, they need everything to work optimally. Well, then that's when, uh, that's when I wouldn't really recommend doing that, that one meal because when you're a pro and you're advanced, your, your compliance is going to, it has to be high regardless of what you do. Yeah, so, absolutely. So then, so when you're an advanced and pro, your, your compliance is number one, regardless, because that's almost like your job, that's right? Given, yeah. Someone who's not, their compliance isn't really their job. The compliance is just something that they try to fit in their lifestyle. And when it comes to that, then, then it's really like finding a happy medium of finding like, okay, uh, maybe I'll fast like these parts of the day and then I'll eat these parts of the day. So for myself, it works really great because I'm, I'm not going to step on stage. I just want to look great every single day, but be able to feel great every single day and, uh, and have as high compliance as possible and go to bed feeling fully satiated and, and filling my appetite. And that's how I do all of that. Today's episode of the podcast is brought to you by Supplement Needs. Supplement Needs are one of the UK's fastest growing online health and supplement stores. They have completely exploded over the last year and have been giving out not only some incredible products, but also some incredible information. For me, over the last number of years, I feel like the health aspect of the health and fitness industry has been completely left out and companies like Supplement Needs are bringing your health as a priority to the forefront. For me, 
Maybe it's because I'm a little bit older. Maybe it's because I'm a little bit wiser. But I'm focusing so much more now on health, knowing that I can never fully perform without being as optimal as I possibly can in terms of my health. A lot of the supplements that I take from Supplement Needs and have been taking are health-related. For example, zinc, magnesium, P5P, L-theanine, 5-HTP, vitamin B5, ashwagandha, methyl B12, vitamin D3, curcumin, and tudka. Now, for me to bring a sponsor onto the podcast, it is imperative for me, firstly, that I believe in the brand, their ethos, their message, but also their supplements. Now, knowing that Dr. Dean St. Mart heads their intelligence and their formulation is incredible. Just to have someone like that to give that level of detail. For those of you guys who don't know, Dr. Dean is a great friend of mine and he has a PhD in organic chemistry. His sole goal is to help supplement needs create the best possible formulations possible. Uh, So over the last number of months, he has created four stacks. There's a kidney and blood pressure stack, a liver stack, a sleep stack, and a heart stack. Now for me to have a relationship with a company that gives that level of detail and puts that much uh, emphasis on making other people's health a priority, especially when it comes to science, it was an absolute no-brainer for me. You can also find a lot of other supplements on their, uh, both in their in-house store in New Milton, but also online on their website, Redcon One, Granite Supplements, Anabolic Design, Adapt, Cytec, and more recently, the Train by JP Nutrition Supplements. Some amazing products, uh, just an amazing brand, and really excited to be working with them. If you haven't, please check them out at supplementneeds.co.uk. You can also find them on Instagram. And if you want to save some money off, use the code SPEARMAN on your order to save yourself some money. Of course. I I think for me, I I did something similar, like I said, during my PhD. But now then, you know, I transitioned to try and put on some weight and build some muscle. I got so used to eating a, a small amount of food, a small volume of food. And even now, dude, like I could do a 36 hour fast and I'd be fine. Like I used to do a 36 hour fast once a week, no issues, none at all. Uh, and, and that's great. But now when I try to put on weight and, you know, you know, add some tissue, I'm so used to low volume of food and I can go a long period of time without eating that I'm struggling to get food in. So obviously that's something, you know, that, that, yeah, it's, it's a first world problem. I know. Cause I know that a lot of people out there who maybe have a poor relationship with food and they can't stop eating. So, you know, different strokes, different folks, we've all got, you know, weaknesses in, in specific areas. Obviously, mm-hmm. you know, you, especially with your, your demographic, helping people, you know, put on that, you know, initial part generally did you say roughly kind of how many pounds of muscle that you know you you generally help people just just for the listeners out there your main demographic is obviously that kind of beginner intermediate maybe you know executives that want to put on a little bit of muscle but they're training quite frequently um how how did that come about for you and um you know how did you pick that those people were the people that you wanted to work with yeah so i was just fascinated about building muscle because i was i was skinny fat so I was fat until I hit puberty and then I was skinny fat until like I started training properly. 
So until about 18 or 19 years old. And I, I just remember like just being obsessed with learning about how to get solve this problem that I've struggled with my entire life. And so I was in school for aerospace engineering. So that's where all those rocket science jokes come from. <laughs> yeah. And I'd be sitting in class and my mind could only think about one thing. It was thinking about training and nutrition. I was just obsessed with it. And when I wasn't studying, I wasn't socializing. I was just reading books and trying to figure out how to crack this code of, of building muscle. So I became obsessed with it. And the cool thing about this is when I went away to university, I was 150 pounds, skinny fat. Wow. And I told myself, I'm going to try to solve this problem. So I'm going to do, I'm going to have hundred percent compliance. I'm going to do everything right. And if, if it doesn't work for me, then it's my genetics. Cause I thought my entire life, I thought it was my genetics. So I'm like, okay, here's the test being the scientist. I'm like, let's at least test this, right? Let's try to, let's try to prove this program wrong. And so I, so I followed a structured program, training, nutrition, and then I came home at for Thanksgiving and that was my first time coming home. And I, I walked through the door and my brother looked at me and he, he had this crazy puzzled look on his face and his like jaw dropped. And he looks at me and he says, holy shit. And I'm looking at him like, dude, what, what, what are you, what are you doing? Like, I thought I had like a stain on my shirt. I was like, why is my brother judging me so weird and looking at me so weird right now? And, um, he was just like your neck, your neck is just huge. Like you look so different. And then I look, I go to the mirror and, and I, in the bathroom and I look at myself in the mirror and I used to look at myself in that mirror every single day throughout high school. So I would see myself every single day. And then I hadn't looked at myself in that mirror for like three months. And I look at myself in that mirror again after three months. And that's when I saw the change. I saw what my brother was seeing through his own two eyes. It's almost like seeing a, a before and after picture. It was, it was kind of crazy. And, and I, I weighed myself and I was 177 pounds. So I went from 150 to 177 pounds. And I, I was skinny fat to start out with, no abs. And then afterwards, like at 177 pounds, I, I had abs for the first time in my life. Um, and I, I cracked, I felt like I cracked the code. And as soon as I saw myself in that mirror, all those emotions, all those feelings that I had deep down inside, it made me realize I need to help other guys feel this feeling that I have right now. And I didn't know how I was going to do it but I knew I had to do. I knew that was my purpose in life at that time in my life. So I started writing my blog online, jmaxfitness.com. I started writing it just for fun, just for hobbies. And I was just writing things that I was learning. And people started reading it. It was the craziest thing. People started reading what I had to say. And I started building this following. And then that eventually turned into my career. And I never would have thought that possible. And that was only, that only happened because I changed my body. Yeah. And your confidence, you know, especially for us as guys and, you know, with women too, for sure. But especially for guys, you know, I don't know, I don't know many guys out there who don't want to build a little bit more muscle. And for us as, as, as men, obviously it makes us feel a little bit more confident, a little bit more 
you know, in control or, you know, and, and, and I think that's massive for a lot of guys out there who just want to feel a little better about themselves. The one thing that I, I happen to discuss with a lot of my clients, um, and I actually talked about it uh, on, on the podcast, Brian DaCosta, um, we spoke about how women often, you know, or, or, or especially in the media, you know, we talk about maybe poor relationships with food or, um, you know, eating disorders, etc. What What is rarely spoken about often enough um, and, and definitely not enough is the, the fact that, you know, us as guys can be equally as vulnerable as well. Or we can have a poor relationship with food as well, or have low self-esteem because of self-image. Um, and often I think that isn't spoken about enough. Um, and the one thing that you've identified and you know we do within our business is try and give that back and, and building muscle for guys is something that genuinely has a has a big impact for sure. Um, and then so how, how did that transition then to to you um, writing your book? Mm-hmm. So my book is actually all about that. The, basically, the thesis of that book is that when you build muscle, everything in your life becomes easier. Mm-hmm. It's Your status just automatically increases. Number one, you have the confidence. And because you accomplished a goal, that gives you confidence that you could accomplish another goal in your life. So maybe you want to speak up and ask for that raise at work. Maybe you want to start a business. Maybe you want to start playing sports at a higher level, something like that. It gives you the confidence to know, okay, I did this. Now I could probably do this. And it gives you those small wins over and over and over again, especially in the gym. If you're hitting PRs like once a month in, in, a, in a lift, like any lift you're hitting PRs, that gives you confidence and, and little wins over and over and over again. And these little wins just piled up, just give you more confidence in yourself. It's, it's unbelievable. On top of this, the, it, it just gives you more status. So here's an example. I was, I was getting ice cream with my buddy two nights ago. He's coming to visit me from out of town. This is a, this is my childhood best friend. He came to visit and we went to actually, we went to go see blink 182 this weekend too. So nice. it was pretty fun. Um, or as you guys say in the UK, blink 182. <laughs> But anyway, so we were getting some gelato and um, the girl, she, she, I talk to her every now and then when I'm in there, but she was like, do you have one of these loyalty cards? And um, I'm like, no, I should probably get one. And she's like, yeah. And she's like, here, let me stamp it for you. And she puts like three stamps on it. And then I'm talking to her and I'm wearing like this beautifully fitted t-shirt. So my arms are looking great. Um, my physique's looking great. And then she was like, Hey, give me the card again. So I gave her the card and then she just stamped every single part of it. So next time I go in, I got free gelato. And then this time when I was in there, she also didn't charge me for the gelato. So it's like small things like that. Like you got muscle, you can get free ice cream. And this happens at in more than one place for me. Um, on top of this, you walk down the street, you see people checking you out. Girls check you out. Guys look at you and they're, you know, they're pondering. They're, they're like, how, how does he look that way? You, you go through a door and people hold the door for you. I know this because people never used to do this stuff to me. I never used to get this stuff when I was skinny fat, Jason. But now that I have muscle, now that I have the body, people just respect me. They treat me much differently. It's like people trust you a lot more when you take care of yourself because they know if 
if you can take care of yourself, maybe they, you could help them out in some sort of way, maybe sub- subconsciously. That, that's my theory, at least. Well, true. And, 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 you know, there's going to be a lot of people listening to this and go, oh, the world's not that vain or the world's not that, you know, and I, I would just say one thing. First of all, it is. But secondly, most importantly, first of all, it is. <laughs> first of all, it is. Secondly, most importantly, there's so many other things going on a, on a psychological level here. People subconsciously will see your physique and first of all, they know that you're clearly dedicated. They know that you're, well, assume rightly or wrongly that you're dedicated, that you, you know, invest in yourself. You're very likely more confident. So you probably come across happier. You're probably more likely to have a smile on your face. You're probably more bubbly, more outgoing because of that confidence that it's giving you. Um, You know, obviously people know that you're, um, you know, diligent with the gym. They assume that you're healthy. They assume that you're fit. Now, all of these things build a, a level of, I suppose, um, awe, um, you know, in, in these people towards you. And um, it's it very much, uh, you know, something I think that transcends far beyond the gym. And, you know, you see it in business meetings, you see it now, you know, in, in, in people that, you know, in our entrepreneurial space who are making it a massive, uh, making a massive effort to stay in shape and to go make sure they get their gym session in once a day. Not only does it make them feel amazing, but it definitely does demand a little bit of respect from people for sure. And if you really think that that doesn't, you know, gonna, it's not going to transcend to every facet of your life, you're mistaken. Now it's not just about, okay, you know, Jason looking pretty or, you know, you having, having a good body. It, it's all of the other things that come off the back of that. Um, and it's something that we really try and hammer home with our clients and definitely something that you're helping, you know, thousands of people all over the world with, um, with your book. And I, I'm just going to throw it out here, dude. I'm pretty, I'm pretty pissed off because I've still not got a copy of your book signed by you. So this is going to have to, we're going to have to source something out, my friend. <laughs> I've got, I've got okay, Lewis okay. Diaz's book signed. I've got um, Craig Ballantyne's book signed. I've got Bedros's book signed. I'm I'm still waiting for yours, buddy. So um, I, I'm going to hold it the best for last. Uh, yeah, that's it. Well, let's just do it anyways. So yeah, let's um, just do it anyways. Do it anyways. <laughs> Inside joke that a lot of your listeners aren't going to even get. No, no. If if you've listened to the um, the podcast on the Fitness Coach uh, Freedom podcast, the uh, entrepreneurial uh, podcast that I run, you will uh, you will pick up on some of the uh, some of those jokes. But um, stay tuned. Um, so yeah, dude. I, I mean, it's awesome for me to, to to see that you're helping so many people all over the world do this. And obviously, to grow your social media, um, you know, you use specific tactics that, that are relevant to people out there. Um, how did you find that you know people? kind of, I suppose, bought into your message most? Um, and how did you manage to translate that and utilize social media to, to help tens of thousands of people all over the world? Mm-hmm. Well, it's not tens of thousands. It's actually hundreds, hundreds of thousands. Yeah. Sorry, dude. Now, which sure. is pretty cool. Yeah. I had to, uh, had to fix that. Sorry, um, honestly, 10X. 10 exit. Yeah, 10x baby. So honestly, for, for my social media, I think a big part of it was just narrowing down my message to be very specific, exactly what we just spoke about, how essentially when, when you have muscle, it's like a cheat code to life. It, it's not like it helps you accomplish everything, but it makes your life a lot easier. It makes everything a lot easier to accomplish. Um, and that was basically my message. And on top of that, it was, my, I, I knew my message very, very well. And it's, here's the simplest way to do this without sacrificing your lifestyle. Because the big problem that a lot of people have is they're like, okay, 
I'm going to get jacked. And you, you have this friend, you're like, oh yeah, I'm going to get jacked. And then you don't see them for four months because they can't go out at all because they're so such a slave to their diet and training program that they, ha- they have to sacrifice their entire social life. And for me, that seems counterintuitive because I'm doing this so that I look better. And then when I look better, I can get more of what I want in life. And one of those things is having a really great social life. But if I'm a slave to my program and I have no social life, it completely defeats the purpose, right? Yeah, for sure. I think with people getting lean as well, and I'm not going to leave people, there are quite a lot of people that listen to this who, who want to get lean for sure. And they want to lose weight and they want to lose body fat. And um, this is just in a different area or a different facet of, of, of that. And I know, obviously, you know, with, um, you know, this, this podcast episode is titled about, you know, building muscle in order to gain more confidence. But what, what's important is obviously you can, you know, it's ju- just at, at this point, it's important to identify that, of course, losing weight does the same thing. The one thing I would say, and I'm more than happy to take criticism and I'm more than happy for someone to correct me here. Um, and I need you to, all of you listen to this, to take this within the context I'm about to say it. Now, I am not saying that losing weight is easy. I am not. It is extremely difficult. It is extremely difficult. Um, however, in terms of the the physiological and biochemical processes and the time that it takes to lose weight done correctly is far shorter than the time it actually takes to build muscle. Um, and, and that's through no fault of anyone's. Of course, we're taking into consideration that, you know, that, that adherence is a hundred percent, which it, which it will never be. It takes decades to build a decent amount of tissue. It takes years to build muscle. It really does. Um, where, whereas it could take weeks or yes, months to lose X amount of body fat. That is no fault of yours. It is just the way that, that the body is, you know, the, the body is shaped and how our metabolism works. So very often, unfortunately, people out there, you know, if you're listening to this and, and you struggle to lose weight, generally speaking, well, clearly it's because you're not in a calorie deficit um, over time. Now, compliance, of course, comes into play, but let's just say you put yourself in a calorie deficit over time. Uh, let's just say for a year, you will want, you will categorically lose weight. Now, however, you could be in a surplus for a year and not build a decent, build hardly any muscle. So there's a lot of intricacies that go into building muscle efficiently and effectively. And of course, nobody wants to build, mu- well, not, sorry, not many people want to build muscle and put on a huge amount of body fat. Some people do, that's fair, but most people want to build lean muscle tissue, which obviously Jason is, 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 is highly qualified in, in helping hundreds of thousands of people all over the world do, but it takes so much time. Um, and, and I'm not saying that to shy you away from it. I think it's absolutely 100% worth it, but you need to go into this journey being very, very honest with yourself and identify and, and, and say, you know, this will take time. It will be worth it. I absolutely love the process, but you need to be aware that it takes time. And um, how do you find do the, 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 the clients that you have within your business, your, your coaching business, um, deal with knowing that it, they need to be even more patient? Um, or do you think it's a case of, uh, you know, maybe they want it enough so that it's worth the wait? Or do you find that some people get frustrated and they throw the towel in and go back to doing what they were doing before? Mm-hmm. So the way I set up my, my programs for people who want to build muscle, um, I set it up for small, small wins consistently and consistently. So at first, 
we just like, we want to get in the gym and we want to just focus on, on a few key things. So key things inside the gym and outside the gym. So I tell my clients, they want to build muscle. They need to eat in that caloric surplus so that they're gaining weight on the scale. And to ensure that most of that weight that they gain on the scale is muscle and not fat, we need to lift heavy in the gym and always, always set PRs in the gym on, on exercises with, with perfect form. And then we want to have high protein. So if we have high protein and we're lifting and we're getting stronger and we're eating in a caloric surplus, most of that weight that you gain will be muscle, especially if you're a beginner. Um, on top of this, I set expectations too. So if you're a beginner, you're going to be able to gain, if you do everything right, you're going to be able to gain 20 to 30 pounds of muscle within the first year and then 10 to 15 pounds of muscle the second year and then five to seven pounds of muscle the third year and then it just keeps decreasing and decreasing after that. But after three years, that's like what, 45 pounds you could potentially build of muscles and that's, that's a lot of muscle. You go to the supermarket, you buy 45 pounds of meat, put that in your cart like that's, that's a lot of muscle all over your entire body. Absolutely. What would you say to people out there then who say that they want to build muscle quickly, but you know, dude, I want to build muscle quickly. I'm going on a holiday. Um, but they're, they're, they're the point that they come to you, they're, they're still a little bit fluffy and they're expecting to lose, a, you know, a few percent body fat and build muscle in a short space of time, say 12 weeks. Yeah. So if it's 12 weeks, what, what we do is <clears throat> a lot of people, the way that they, they feel like the way that they want to look, they think they need to build muscle to look like that. I'm but so in all honest, you're, you're saying this dude, cause I say this all the time, exactly what you're about to say. hundred percent. All honesty, all they really need to do is lose some some fat and get leaner. Absolutely. That's going to lower yeah. the body fat percentage regardless. But on top of this, you end up looking bigger and more jacked when your proportions are like that. So you actually, you lose weight. You look like you gained muscle Yeah, and it's, it's a magical thing. So here's an example of this. I went to, to Nicaragua in November, 2017, and I was pretty lean on that trip because I was, I was lean throughout the whole summer. So I had a low body fat percentage and I had all these pictures taken of me because at the time I was dating a, a blogger and that was my girlfriend at the time. So we had all these pictures. Dude, very convenient. I know. I know. <laughs> so then my mom sees all these pictures and she was like, Hey, have you been bulking up? And I was thinking to myself, actually, I've lost 20 pounds since I saw my mom. Yeah. And my mom thought I was bulking up because I looked bigger, even though I lost 20 pounds of fat. So if you're going to go on vacation, you think you need to build muscle, but what you really need to do in the short period of time is lose the fat so that you can see the muscle that you have. Um, now, does that mean that we're not going to gain any muscle like those 12 weeks before your vacation? No, there's a chance you could still build muscle, especially if you're, you're a beginner. Yeah. Actually, to be honest with you, every single beginner I've ever worked with that we tracked their, we tracked their body fat percentage and, and their weight, every single one of those beginners gained muscle anyways, just because mm -hmm. of the newbie gains. 
even though they lost weight on the scale. So like, let's say, um, let's say a beginner came to me 12 weeks later, they were down 12 pounds. So they were down 12 pounds on the scale, but they still gained like two to three pounds of muscle, which is pretty great because they're a beginner and, and it worked that way. So you can still build muscle in the process because you're going to be lifting heavy in the gym anyways. Yeah, absolutely. And the one thing that says for, I was going to say the one thing that myself and um, a conversation that myself and, and Ben Pokolsky had when I first went over to Tampa was he identified obviously that, you know, just because you're having X amount of calories or X amount of protein, carbs and fats doesn't necessarily mean that you're being optimal. So, for, you know, very similar to you guys that, you know, nutrient timing is actually quite important and focusing the carbs in and around the workout perimeter ensures that obviously you're, you're restoring glycogen, the clients are actually getting fuller, which of course is going to pull some water into the muscle um, as well, you know, obviously when you store glycogen in there. So you'll feel fuller, you'll have that kind of fullness in your muscle that you've just trained. Um, yes, they're losing body fat. So, um, you know, it, it, in a way, it's kind of a mixture of both. Even for people who are intermediate, intermediate gym goers who are really poor with the way they structure carbs, for example, we'll give people intra-workout carbohydrates um, or a lot of po simple, simple sugars post-workout, which will allow their muscles to refuel and, and, and get that fullness. Um, but like you said, I've got maybe three or four clients that I'm working with personally right now who have come to me and they had no intention of getting in photo shoot shape because they said to me that, uh, oh, okay, well, you know, I want to put on muscle though. And I'm like, mm, you don't though. <laughs> and they were like, what do you mean? I'm like, we can get you in cover model shape in the next, in the next 12 to 16 weeks. And they're like, I don't believe you. I look too small. And I said, give me eight weeks. I will show you that you look significantly bigger. You won't be bigger, but you will look significantly bigger. You'll be considerably leaner. And then we've got another eight weeks to decide whether you're going to book that shoot or not. Three of those, uh, well, two of those have already done their shoot and they look absolutely amazing. One is just booked theirs and the other one is just on the verge of booking. Um, and it, for me, that's just a massive thing. And you know, you, you identified it perfectly that you actually don't need to. Very similar to, to, to your story, uh, at the very start of last year, I was probably the heaviest I'd ever been. And from that moment at the start of January, maybe February, until when we first started kind of speaking together really in September of last year when I did those shoots in Vegas and, and it stayed with Rudy, um, I went from looking kind of okay, fluffy, but I didn't really look that big to looking probably the biggest I'd ever looked. And I lost, dude, I lost 15 kilos. So for those of you guys in the States, that's over 30 pounds that's a huge, 14 kilos, let's say. So that's about 30 pounds I lost. And I looked so much bigger. Obviously, it's an illusion with the fullness and, you know, as lean as I was, obviously the posing that I'd done with Ben. When I got and those cover models. Stick out too. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. When I got those cover model shots back, another two have sold this week, by the way, which is amazing, still from the same shoot. So um, another two covers, which is pretty awesome. But I lost so much weight. And I look so much bigger. Um, yeah. And obviously you had, the, <laughs> you, yeah, you've walked in on me a few times, kind of, you know, yeah, just do my thing and been like, whoa, shit. So um, <laughs> yeah, because the, the bathroom I had to go to was through your room. So yeah. I walked in on you just in your underwear. So I was like, oh I God. Like, I was like, oh, all yeah. right, dude, what's going on, buddy? <laughs> <laughs> like this, this J-Max guy, he, he has to pee all the time. 
<laughs> yeah. So those of you guys, are, obviously myself and myself and uh, Jason have um, have been in contact for a while. And uh, in February, we went to the Grand Cardone's 10x Growth Conference, and obviously we all rented a a mansion with Vince, uh, Vince Del Monte, Rudy, um, and uh, Brian DeCoste was there. Uh, Tanner is going to be on the show, and a lot of the guys who who we met there, obviously who were with us, are going to have been on the show or will be on the show. And then obviously the the weekend after, we went to Vince Del Monte's mastermind. So. Um, obviously, we spent a lot of time together there. Uh, we spoke a huge amount about business, which obviously we discussed on on our episode of the Fitness Coach Freedom podcast. So um, I'm going to leave the link in the description below for that episode um, so you guys can check that one out as well. Dude, I know you're busy, so I'm not going to take too much of your time. I want to ask you a few uh, hot uh, hot topic questions and, and, and throw some at you and get, get some quick answers. So first of all, three tips for someone out there who is saying intermediate and wants to build another 10 pounds of muscle to gain confidence. Three tips. Okay. So first of all, you want to be eating in a caloric surplus, but you don't want to eat in a crazy caloric surplus. I, I prefer to, to build muscle slowly instead of build muscle quickly. And then that way you can stay lean. So, so a little caloric surplus. So as, as long as you're gaining like two pounds a month on the scale, then, then we're doing pretty good there. Um, second of all, we want to be getting stronger in the gym. So I want you to pick basically six exercises. So just six exercises. So one for a lower body, like a, um, like a knee dominated exercise, like a squat or Bulgarian split squat, uh, one kind of hinge. So like a deadlift or rack deadlift, um, one horizontal push. So maybe like a bench press one horizontal pull. So some kind of row. Um, one vertical push, like a uh, some kind of military press, and then one vertical pull. I recommend weighted chin-ups here. And your only goal over this next year is to put on, add 30 to 50 pounds to each one of those lifts while eating in that slight caloric surplus. And then make sure that you're getting at least, at the very least, 0.82 grams per pound of protein per body weight. So if you're 200 pounds, that's 164 grams minimum. Can you go over? Yes. So those would be the three tips to, to building those 10 pounds of muscle. Buddy, thank you so much. And the final question, this is going to hopefully, hopefully this, this will stick you a little. You're going to fly. Where are you right now? Toronto. Yeah. You're flying to Toronto. You're flying from Toronto to London. Um, I'm going to pick you up at the airport tomorrow morning. You have a decent flight ahead of you, but you have one album to listen to, one book to read, and two seats spare that you can fill with anyone, dead or alive, other than family or relatives. Who do you pick? Okay. So the album I will pick is the, the untitled album, from Blink-182. That's like my favorite album of all time. Awesome. It's so sick. Um, the book is 112263. I think that's what it's called by, by Stephen King. And the, the two people, um, am I allowed to pick you? <laughs> you absolutely can, dude. I would love it. Absolutely can. Yeah, well, you, you take up two seats anyways. <laughs> so, so I, I would pick you and then maybe someone else that we just get along with really well, just so we could shoot the shit when I'm not reading or, or listening to that album. I like it. I like it. Uh, pick someone out of a hat. Grab someone. Who is it? Under pressure. Who is it? 
Oh man. Um, do I like people that much? <laughs> Honestly. Um, uh, okay. So I, maybe I'll pick someone famous who would, who would be cool to learn from. So like maybe like Elon Musk or something, but that's yeah. kind of a boring answer. Cause he's like so famous. I would pick, um, I would pick method man from Wu Tang. He could be fun. Oh, wow. Awesome. <laughs> Dude, it's been an absolute pleasure. Thank you for your time. Uh, where can people find out more about you, get a copy of your, uh, your book, um, and follow you on Instagram? Yeah, just go follow me at JMAX Fitness, J-M-A-X Fitness. And then uh, if you want a copy of my book, luckily I give it away for free. All oh, you yes. got to do is cover the shipping. Oh, so yes. go to freemusclebook.com, all one word, and uh, you grab your free copy of my book muscle. Amazing. Dude, thank you so much for your time. Yeah. Thanks for having me on, man. This is fun. Guys, as always, I'm going to leave you with the same quote that I leave you at the end of every podcast. Make the most of today. You will not get this day again. Peace. Guys, I'm interrupting this podcast for one reason only. I want to say a massive, massive thank you to every single one of you listening. Whether you've left a review on iTunes, whether you've shared this in your story, whether you've referred this to a friend, I just want to say a massive thank you. As a thank you from me, I want to give every single one of you something for free, something that you can take away and something that you can use. So what I want you to do right now, while you're listening, whether you're on Spotify, whether you're on Stitcher or whether you're on iTunes, continue listening this second, head straight over to my Instagram page. Now, I want you to click the link in my bio and hit free arm guide. I want you guys to download that, take it away, utilize it, give it a go. Let me know your feedback. Let me know how you're getting on as a massive thank you from me to you. So click the link in my bio, uh, put your email address in. It will get sent directly to you in seconds, completely automatically, completely for free as a massive thank you for you guys. Um, even listening to this, you know, I never thought that there would be this many people listening. Just recently, we've hit 100,000 downloads, which is mental, um, and I want to give something back. So as a thank you from me to you, uh, click the link in my bio, download the free arm guide, and get started. Um, you've got three workouts within that arm guide. You've got a hypertrophy arm day, you've got a strength arm day, and you have got an arm blaster. Now, if you're going to do the arm blaster, take about 60 to 90 minutes out of your day because it is going to be amazing. Um, it's a little bit longer than usual, but some really, really good execution tips in that ebook. I hope you make the most of it. Guys, thank you again. <laughs>